Welcome to the Novant Health Inside Remarkable podcast, an inspiring glimpse at how 30,000 team members are building, creating, and delivering Remarkable every day. I'm Shannon Swiger. Today, we're talking about a serious topic, workplace violence. According to the American Journal of Managed Care, nearly three quarters of assaults in the workplace happen in healthcare settings. But too often, nurses, doctors, and others impacted by verbal or physical abuse on the job don't report what happened, making it difficult to track and intervene. Novant Health has and always will be committed to ensuring a safe and secure environment for our team members. Today, I talk with Kathy Haddix-Hill, Vice President of Emergency and Trauma Services, and Kip Clark, Director of Public Safety. They'll talk about why violence is so prevalent in healthcare, what are the warning signs, and how they are leading efforts to keep Novant Health a safe place to work and receive care. I am Kathy Haddix-Hill. I'm the Vice President of Trauma and Emergency Services for the Healthcare System. I have been with Novant for five years. Our podcast today is about workplace violence. The National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, or otherwise known as OSHA, defines workplace violence as violent acts, including physical assaults and threats of assault directed towards persons at work or on duty. These acts can range anywhere from threats and verbal abuse to physical assaults, such as hitting, kicking, biting, spitting, scratching, all the way to sexual assault and homicide. Although I think it's important for me to mention that the person committing the violent act does not always have to be a patient. It can be a visitor, an intruder, even a coworker or a physician. Workplace violence is one of the leading causes of work-related deaths in the nation, and it's a growing concern for team, member, team members and employers across the nation. You know, Kathy, thank, thank you for that and that definition, and it is prevalent. It's prevalent in healthcare. Even OSHA tells us that healthcare team members are five times more likely to be a victim of workplace violence than the normal worker out there. Uh, why is it so prevalent in healthcare? Well, uh, our patient populations can be challenging. Uh, we deal with behavioral health, those uh, that are suffering from a mental crisis. We deal with substance abuse, drugs, alcohol, and other uh, impairing agents that sometimes compromise person's rational thought. And it's, it's good to point out, as you mentioned, a lot of people think around workplace violence as physical violence, maybe getting punched or kicked or bitten, but it's also around verbal abuse. And that is so common in our society today, unfortunately, to the healthcare provider, is uh, you don't have to hear and, and, and put up with uh, cursing, violent and threatening language. But these are just a few of the uh, ways that you can be and experience workplace violence. At Novant Health, we take workplace violence very seriously. We're committed to providing a working environment that's free from intimidation, coercion, threats, and violence. We really do have a zero tolerance for acts of violence that's committed against our team members, whether it be verbal or physical. In 2018, the Joint Commission issued a sentinel event alert for workplace violence. At that time, Kip and I were tasked with doing a gap analysis and then to begin developing an action plan. We created a multidisciplinary system-wide committee that's composed of team members from at least nine different areas to include 
the EDs, behavioral health, public safety, women's center, internal communications, risk and legal, and that's just to list a few of them. This team has identified several opportunities to prevent or mitigate workplace violence. Some of these are the signs that you see at the entrances to all of our acute care facilities that express our commitment to our team members' safety. The addition of a new workplace violence ERL icon to help us identify a single process for gathering data and to begin development of a corporate dashboard for tracking and monitoring all the instances of workplace violence. We've added additional panic alarms, leader tools, and education for our team members. Thank you, Kathy. And that's great work that's being accomplished by our team of interdisciplinary uh, Novant Health team members to help provide resources. And we just want to come back to how real it is for us and our team members you as a nurse and me as a public safety officer for many years prior to becoming the director, we served there in the emergency departments and tell, can tell our own stories. I've had to explain to my wife and children why I had scratches on my face. And it was because I was assaulted by a patient. Uh, did, did I do anything wrong? Did I do something uh, to, to cause that? Absolutely not. But that patient was suffering a crisis and was afraid and paranoid and was assaulted. And we took every opportunity to do de-escalation and calm that person, but at the end of the day, they, they lashed out. And uh, we were able to safely care for that patient, but there was repercussions. The nursing team, our public safety team, we can all be affected by this. That's why we wanna talk about uh, being prepared. We talk about the three R's a lot and wanna share that with our team members. And that's to recognize recognize early indications. As healthcare team members, we're taught to recognize signs and symptoms, such as radiating arm pain, chest pain, shortness of breath. That's a cardiac event. We know that. Well, we sometimes, not all, but sometimes violence can have precursors. So as a team member on duty in the healthcare environment, always be vigilant to your surroundings and the persons you're caring for and the family members. Then report. Don't hesitate reporting. Reporting it up through your chain of command if it's something involving a coworker, a peer, or even a leader. But if it's a patient or family members, don't hesitate to report it to your public safety team. In uh, cases of, of emergent needs, utilizing the panic alarms and knowing their locations, but always knowing you can call. We have a saying in public safety, we'd rather you call us and not need us then need us and not call us. And then lastly, response. Knowing your response plans, knowing your protocols, knowing all the areas in your unit that may be used for dealing with a violent situation, whether it's a seclusion room in the emergency department or a behavioral health unit and understanding the resources you have there, or if you need to escape the area or shelter in place in a safe room. These are all parts of your unique uh, response plans that you should be aware of. Kathy, would you like to give us um, some examples of patient escalation that maybe you've noted or your teams have noted? Thanks, Kip. It is very difficult to know when a person's going to be violent. And it's important to remember that not everyone will exhibit warning signs. However, there are certain factors that do contribute to workplace violence. In the acute healthcare settings, Stressful conditions such as long times or waiting in the waiting room, especially a crowded waiting room in the clinical areas, 
being given bad news related to a diagnosis or prognosis, gang activity, domestic disputes, or even poor lighting can contribute sometimes to workplace violence. Patients with the use of drugs or alcohol, paranoid or aggressive behavior, and altered mental status have a higher likelihood to escalate. Some warning signs that you may see may be inappropriate behavior, flushed or pale face, clenched teeth or clenched fist, trembling or shaking, a raised voice, scowling, sneering, glaring, sometimes even avoiding eye contact, sweating, crying, cursing, pacing, restless or repetitive moment, movements. Kip, can you tell us what our team members should do in these situations? Absolutely, going back to the three R's, you recognize these behaviors, react immediately and report them. If, if you need further information on this, public safety offers a resource page on iConnect under corporate departments. Lots of tip sheets there for different types of workplace violence, incidents, and overall preparedness. But I think at the end of the day, it's really collaborating with your team, your coworkers, and engaging early. Not placing yourself in a position of harm, but calling in the appropriate resources to deal with the event. And remember, you do not have to put up with this. We talk about that a lot of times in healthcare, whether it's in our clinical care delivery teams or our public safety officers, it's not, quote, part of the job. We at Novant want to support a zero tolerance for any abuses of our team members and engage early and often. Does that mean we're not gonna care for the patient? Does that mean we're gonna ask them to leave? Certainly not. We're gonna meet all the care needs of our community, but we're gonna provide a safe work environment to our team members to deliver that care. One of the actions that they're gonna see is, or is whistles in those areas that have a high incident of workplace violence. It fits, it's a flat whistle. It fits right behind your name badge and all of the employees or team members in uh, behavioral health, emergency department and safety attendants are encouraged to put these on their name badge. It will get you immediate assistance. We also want you to use the panic alarms that are in your area. It goes straight to public safety and we'll get them there to help you in, if, in, the, need, in the event that you need emergent assistance. If team members have questions about the resources in their unit and the areas where they work, please don't hesitate to reach out to your local public safety team. We can go over panic alarm locations and might even ask you to help us test them. That way you get comfortable using the technology and understanding where it's at. Thanks, Kip. And I think we're starting to do some simulations for workplace violence. Uh, so more to come with that with your team members. The one thing I do want to emphasize is to be ever vigilant while you're on duty in the healthcare environment. And please don't be afraid to report. We need you to report those instances. We want our team members to have uh, the courage and not be afraid to report acts of violence in the workplace. Uh, it's not just part of the job. Uh, we, we want you to help us report it so that we can better understand and then uh, help with the uh, reduction initiatives that we're starting. If you have been the victim of physical or verbal abuse, we want to know. Be sure to tell your leader and report the incident through ERL, our safety event reporting system. 
Just look for the orange icon that says Workplace Violence within ERL. The Employee Assistance Program is another resource available to you. Just search for EAP on iConnect. You can check out more tips and resources from Public Safety by selecting their page from Corporate Departments on the homepage of iConnect. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Novant Health Inside Remarkable. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on Spotify, Apple, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts.